Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Rest in peace, Apple, MacBook, and welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. One year since I dumped a pumpkin beer on my MacBook. I figured that would be the best way to start our Halloween episode yeah. is to tell my, as I as I uh, do the little... Uh, yeah, you did the sign of the, the cross The little blessing to yeah. my MacBook after I dumped a pumpkin beer on it last year and I said, I will never drink another pumpkin beer. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And I'm Dolan. And you want to know what? It's spooky season. <laughs> that MacBook has come back to life. Oh my gosh, it's haunting us. It's become the marketing computer. <laughs> Does it work? Uh, barely. <laughs> and it still smells like pumpkin beer. Oh, wow. Reeks of pumpkin and death. So, mm. if you remember last year's episode of Pumpkin Beers, on uh, I, I, sometime around Halloween, right? I mean, yeah. Sometime yeah. around that. Immediately afterwards, I had filled up... And if you watch them, you see my little Pizza Hut eight ounce glass, uh, that like vintage Pizza Hut. Oh right? yeah, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of Bud Lights have been drank out of this. Sure, until I got it at a yeah. uh, church festival many years ago, and uh, I, I had it full of pumpkin beer. I was typing up something to Dolan, and I reached my hand across. It dumped onto the keyboard. Uh, yeah, the yep. entire eight ounces dumped onto the keyboard. Yeah, that'll happen. You played and, it well. It you pa- played it well. I mean, you couldn't even really tell. Yeah. Or no, it happened right after the episode, or did it happen? Right after. Right after. Right after. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It was a Westo. Oh, yeah. The Westo. Punked. Punked pie. The punked. That is yeah. so good, too. Mm. Yeah. That was the bonus beer, actually. Mm-hmm. So you made it through the regular. You made it through yeah. the main course, right? Yep. <laughs> and I said, Brian, Dolan, I'm never drinking a pumpkin beer again. Well, over a MacBook. I'm a liar. Here we Here go. That's what he meant, the asterisk there. Well, I mean, pumpkins, apples. Yeah. If if you gave me the choice between a pumpkin pie and an apple pie. Yeah. I'm pumpkin. Going ap- oh, I'm going apple pie. Ooh, You're going day. apple? Oh, all day. I'm going pumpkin. I go pumpkin. I hate yeah, I everything pumpkin except pumpkin beer. You don't like pumpkin? Oh, I think we've had no. this conversation. Yeah, I know. No. So, yeah. no. Oh, pumpkin man. pie, no way. But you I love am, cinnamon, though. I do. But that doesn't taste like pumpkin. That tastes like cinnamon. I am basic as it gets. I put on my Ugg boots. I was going to say, I, I see them over there, Tom Brady. Day, yeah. <laughs> I saw them when you walked in. They look good. So from Uinta. Uinta? That's what I'm going with, Uinta. Uinta Brewing yep. from Salt Lake City, Utah, yep. we have pumpkin ale. Ale brewed with pumpkin and spice. The spice is nutmeg and cinnamon and then some pumpkin. Um, it says... On their website, to serve this in a nonic glass. What? Nonic. Nonic? So that's one of those, it's like a pint glass, and then it has a little bubble. Bloop. You know oh, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. the best style for this specific beer. I have one of those, I think, at home, but I did not bring it. So. I, have, I have two of those. They're both cross-strained ones. But yeah, it, so, it's so you get your nose in there, Yeah, right? so you get the aromatics. Oh, uh, yeah. As you're going to drink it, it kind of opens that top up, and mm-hmm. you get that smell. So, But the smell is amazing just out of the bottle. 
right? That beer is good. Holy yeah, that's man, a pretty darn good pumpkin beer, really? I will say. Mm. And then you breathe out, and you get pumpkin and nutmeg and cinnamon and... Here's why mm. it's good. Not necessarily the 5% or the 24 IBUs, <laughs> but maybe it's because it won a silver medal at the World Beer Championships. Mm. That, legit? I mean, it has to be good, right? Legit. And as we're recording this, the 2021 Great America Beer Festival results came through. And Elysian won the gold medal for pumpkin beers this year out of Washington State. That's the Space Dust guys, right? Yes. And that was, it's called, I think, Night Owl, I think is what it's called. And it was their pumpkin beer. And it's fantastic. And it won the gold medal this year. So that's where we're at. So that's in a, in a theory, um, why these guys are good. They make all sorts of different styles of beer. They've been around a while. Um, they also have, as most places do a hard seltzer line. Of course you have to, at least now. Do they have a pumpkin hard seltzer? I bet you there's some pumpkin seltzers. I know Bud Light has one. I pumpkin spice. I'm I know. surprised basic over here. Hasn't brought oh. us that yet. Oh yeah. That they, they've got probably. that. <laughs> they've got that flannel. Flannel looking yeah, the case. Flannel. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the flannel yeah. pack. Mm-hmm. The flanny. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so on the, first of all, on the bottle, it looks like a compass. Can we just go there? Which right? is super fun. These bottles are unique to them. This is a shape and size that most mm-hmm. places don't have. Really? The first beer of theirs I ever had was called Hop Notch, which was an IPA. Is it on your list anywhere it is not that's one of the very first ipas i got oh interesting okay and uh the style of the bottle and the shape of it just fits good in your hand and it hasn't really changed a whole lot as far as i know see it reminds me of the uh you know it's going back to the kona brewing Mm -hmm. bottles yeah like it it's it reminds me of that so and i'll get into this a little bit because the uinta Mountain range is a is a big part of who yes. they are, right? Yes. And so, if you look on the side of the label, it says, "Forget the map, pack the Uinta." Yes. Well, yeah, there's a compass on the bottle. If you mm-hmm. look like yep. in the glass, yeah, yeah. So, if you ever get lost, just hold this up. Hold yeah, it. you know, just hold it up. Mm-hmm. Maybe drink like a ton of these, yeah. and then look at the bottle. Then you will definitely get lost. You'll probably end up somewhere. Yeah, yeah you'll end up somewhere. You're right. <laughs> You'll end up somewhere. Um, I like on the label itself, it, it has a compass on the label itself, like on the thing. And then it shows kind of like on a, a graph, the hops, malt, body, and color. So you get a, like a visual representation of oh, what's yeah. in the bottle. Oh. Um, Low hops, like one quarter malt. Yep. Maybe about the same on body, but then half on color. Over half color. Yeah. And it says brewed with renewable power, wind, and solar. So one of the first out west breweries, because that's kind of a big thing on the East Coast, mm-hmm. is going, you know, like all natural yep. as far as energy goes. So they're one of the first ones to do that out west. Mm. And I like that scarecrow. He's up on the top of the label and he's on the side of the label too. Well, you see him and then uh, you flip the on the other side, you get like a kid like carrying a pumpkin yeah. away, like yeah. pumpkin patch kind of yep. kind of fun. Pretty good stuff. Okay, what do you got? You want to talk about the brewery? Absolutely. I told you ahead of time, like, I really like these guys. Yeah. It's for so many different reasons. So I like like the mountains. I like outdoors. I like hiking. I like, you know, that type of thing. Sure. 
Uh, Uinta was founded in 1993. So in in American craft beer. That's pretty old. That's pretty yeah. old. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking 1300s like last week. However, American craft beer, that goes back a little ways. Yeah. Uh, it began brewing beer. They began brewing beer in the winter of 93 uh, in a renovated mechanics garage that in sounds, Salt Lake City. Sounds about right. Yeah. 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 We've had a couple of breweries that were in garages or something like that. <laughs> you got enough space. Yeah. Generally, uh, it's cheaper, right? Yeah. The space is cheaper. So, because that brewing equipment takes up a lot of space. Yeah. It so, does. Uh, their flagship beer when they started was called Cutthroat Pale Ale, named after Utah's state fish. Yeah, the cutthroat trout. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even I think that's uh, on an Odell beer as well. If it, I'm not they mistaken, get into Colorado quite a bit. Oh, okay, so the this the Uinta Mountain Range actually links up to the Rocky Mountains. Oh, it does. So the Rocky Mountains run north south. Uinta runs west east. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, a friend of the show and recruiter, Connor Velvin. Yeah. That's his favorite fish to catch is the cutthroat mm-hmm. trout. Because it has like a red kind of uh, thing that goes along yeah, like the... band uh, on the, under mm-hmm. the... Yeah, on under their, their throat. Neck. Yeah. Uh, their second beer was called King's Peak Porter, named after the highest peak in Utah is King's Peak at 13,000 feet, 13,528 feet. That's a legit mountain. It's pretty big, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's not a fourteener, as they say, no. but it's real close. That's more than a day hike, maybe. I mean, could you do it? In a, I guess if you got yeah. up early enough. If you get up early, you could do it. You could do that. So, uh, Golden Spike Hefeweizen, named after the spike used to commemorate the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad. Uh, we know which, about the Golden Spikes here in town, mm-hmm. don't we? Yep. And then uh, there was one more: the D U B H E Dub Dub He the B. Dubby? Dubby? Okay. Named after the Utah Centennial Star. Huh. I wasn't sure how it was pronounced. Yeah, that, I don't so. either. My apologies to Utah. These are some of their original beer names. These are their original beer names that they still brew today. Okay. So, 1996. So, three years later, they installed their first bottling line. So, they've been bottling since 96. Yep. Uh, they could cap 130 beers a minute at that point. Well, that's pretty good. Which, yeah, 96. I mean, that's yeah. right. Wow. 2000, so four years later, they started construction on a 26,000-square-foot building. 2001, they became the first Utah company to be a 100% wind-powered. Yeah, I wrote that mm. in my notes, too. That's that's pretty legit. Yeah, that means you like the environment. Yep. Uh, 2005, they launched 4 Plus Brewing, an offshoot brand focused on the elemental process of beer. Monkshine and Wildfire were their first two beers. I've never heard of that. I've never seen those. Hmm. But apparently, it was it was important enough that they put it on their website. Now, whether or not they still produce those beers, maybe they're still just in Utah. Who knows? Yeah, maybe real regional. Maybe. 2007, uh, they installed four 2,000... Mm, one more time. They installed four 240 BBL. What's BBL? It's barrels. Barrels. Yeah. Right? Uh, indoor fermenter tanks. So four of them. Okay. So that increased their uh, brewing capabilities to 30,000 gallons at one time. That's a lot. It's a lot of beer. Yeah. A lot. At once, not like for the year. Yeah. Like at one, <laughs> one time. One batch. Yep. Uh, 2011, they installed solar panels for the first time for, uh, for solar power. So not only wind, but they're solar mm-hmm. powered as well. 2012, they landed on the top 50 craft beer. 
Here we go. <laughs> right? One more time. Landed on the top 50 craft breweries in the country and expanded to 34,000 square feet. Mm. Does it have anywhere on your list about distribution? Mm. I saw up to 2015, they were distributed in 34 states. That's pretty good. Right. I didn't see anything after that. I assume many more now. Could be. Because I've seen this beer a lot of different places. Yeah. I've actually mistaken this beer for like a southern, like Louisiana style, just because... Of the bottle, Mm -hmm. right? The way that it looks. Very Hmm. similar, right? Dolan's thinking of like Abita. Abita. Abita, It's very similar to that. And have we never done an Abita? We've never done a so, beer. No. We've never done a Louisiana beer. That's a beta. Right. So well, we could we can get a beta down the street. Oh, purple haze. Yeah. I love purple mm, haze. Strawberry lagers, mm, my f- yeah. yeah. Okay, here's what I have for us a little bit. I wanted to talk about some of the other beers that they make currently that we you didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Um one of them is called Birthday Suit, which I bought some for the swimming pool this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a tart ale with blueberry and lemon. So if you like like a Berliner Weiss style with blueberries. Definitely. Awesome. They make another one that's called, it's a Guava Mojito, also Birthday Suit. So that's pretty good. Um, barrel-aged Baltic Porter, which is a Maybach, they call it. Okay. Which is not a style we've done before. Mm-mm. They have a peppermint patty pastry stout. These are like a limited edition. Mm. Probably we're not going to get it here, but you no. can get it there. Right. Um, on their website, not something that you mentioned before. Um, of course, I checked out the merchandise because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I wrote down two things that you can get. Um, actually, I just wrote down one thing that you can get there that I've never seen before. Okay. And it was called a voil strap. V-O-I-L-E. It's a 15-inch. And basically what it looked like to me was a belt, a small belt that had a buckle on it. And you could tighten it up. And you use it to, like, wrap your skis up so they don't come apart. Oh. Or it fit nicely around a six-pack. And they're like, Mm. if you want to throw it in the river and tighten it up, Mm. cool off your beers when you're camping or hiking or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Use it for this, and it has the brewery logo on it and stuff. So I was like, okay, I've never never seen that before. Good call. Pretty cool. Um, the other thing on their website, Featured Friends. Did you notice that? No. So this was a thing. It was three different outdoor photographers that take – that's their job. They take photos of the area, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And they kind of featured their artwork on their beer website, which I thought was kind of cool. Then they have a thing called Featured Partners. So like non – profits and stuff that they work with one is um, called grassroots powder surfing very ski right so like snowboarding right um utah avalanche center okay and then the last one was fish for garbage which is like people that go out to where you would normally go fishing yeah and pick up trash instead of catching fish clean up the area uh make it make it nice for other people that that go to the area Good so call. those are companies that they work with or nonprofits that they um, help out, and they're featured prominently on the website, which I thought was pretty cool. Right. Uh, the Uinta Mountains, we talked about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what you said, I wrote down just a couple of the things that you can do there. Um, they said it's a popular destination for fishing, hiking, backpacking, horseback riding, like horse trail riding, which mm-hmm. I guess is different than just running as fast as you can on a horse, mm-hmm. um, hunting, and snowshoeing. Mm-hmm. 
So kind of an all-year-long situation. If you're into the cold winter sports, they have that for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the areas are designated wilderness inside the area of the snow, packed mountains and whatnot, Okay, which means there's no roads. Mm. So the only thing they have is some 4 by 4 trails, like if you had a Jeep or whatever, mm-hmm. or in the wintertime, it's like for snowmobiles. Yeah. So if you want to get into the, some of these places in here, you got to work for it. Sweet. You're not just rolling up, putting in park, getting out Mm-mm. on the paved parking lot and walking down the down the hill. Taking pictures of the family or whatever. And, no. Not in this place. Um, the Uinta Mountains was established in 1984 as like a national park, so not that old. No. Uh, it's in the Ashley National Forest. The mountains themselves are over 600 million years old. That's pretty old. Wow. It's almost as old as the spot and beer that we had last Just week. about. Real close. Real close. <laughs> uh, there are 1,000 natural lakes in this mountain range. 1,000. And there's 400 miles of streams. Wow. So this is why it's like a fishing paradise. Like, yeah. Especially, I'm guessing, fly fishing would be amazing in this mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Two and a half million visitors a year come to this area. Okay. And on their website, there's a, they have like a warning be careful of, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a few that I wrote down three of the ones that were interesting to me. I could guess a couple. All right, yeah. go ahead. Bears. Not on my list. Oh, weird. Okay. Right, go ahead. Blisters. Number one. Oh. Be careful of blisters. Mm. Number two, mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. And number three, moose. Oh, well. They're like, yes. if you see oh, yeah. a baby and a mama, mm. do not get close. Do not walk between them. You will die. I heard moose are pretty... Yeah, I mean, like, if I was super tall like that, I would be too. Territorial and protective and all that sort I, of stuff. I have mm-hmm. seen, at least in the Rocky Mountains, I have seen a, a mom moose like come after people because they've gotten too close to oh, yeah. the babies, right? Yeah. Not, that is not a friendly situation at all. No, and like, yeah, they're going to stomp you yeah. and, and maybe gore you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, to be fair, you're, you're in their house. Oh, for sure. Right? That's why so, I always get mad when i see mm-hmm. things like at yellowstone mm. and it's like oh person chased by buffalo or bear because yeah. they like got within five feet of it and slapped its ass and took a picture right they're trying to take a selfie with like it or what do you think's gonna happen it's the person's fault 100 percent agree <laughs> yeah always people ruin a lot of stuff yeah we do yeah we do yeah. but yep. we make good beer too so it's like trade off i guess i didn't I mean little... but if you tried to hand a moose a beer i don't i think it's still go the same way so yeah doesn't know it doesn't know it's delicious it doesn't know it yeah just, we have to work fair. on a yeah we have to like a <laughs> a treaty that. yeah a treaty right like right yeah like hey if you see this in my hand just tip it back and drink it like mm-hmm. a dog or a horse can <laughs> you could do that with like a raccoon like you could put some a little a little container maybe out in your yard it would come and drink a little bit of it mm. and then you know maybe yeah i bet a raccoon could drink a beer I'm sure they have. Oh, without a doubt. I bet you I could go on YouTube and find Mm -hmm. a video. I I might do that later. Like my uncle, he's from the (laughs) island, right? And he's talked about like monkeys stealing beers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they'll just drink them till they're drunk. (laughs) What was it? The uh, Was it a monkey or no? It might have been a pig. Uh, The pig stole a bunch of beers. This like true story. This is absolutely true story. No, maybe, maybe was it, it was. camping? Maybe it was. Yeah, it was. What's the story it's about It's got to be the monkeys, right? I think it was the monkeys, and they like, tried to fight a pig. 
or something. <laughs> this is a true story. Like, I'm not making this up. Yeah. Some monkeys got drunk and fought a pig. Uh-huh. Yeah. Camping Stole trip. a bunch of beers out of a cooler, uh, drank them, yeah. and then tried to go fight a pig. That yeah. sounds like every camping trip I've been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my. I mean, it's, it's true, though. My uncle would talk about, like, wow. going down to the beach on his island, and, like, sometimes there was a drunk monkey. And you could tell that they were drunk by the way they were walking, by the way they were acting. Like he's like, it's very similar to person. Person hammered. I've actually said that about Dolan multiple times. Uh, I'm like, mm, I can tell he's drunk. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how we got here, but we did. I did a little Uinta uh, Mountains research All as right. well. Hit it up. Uinta, the name is derived from the Ute word. Yeah. For you, you've, you've, Y O O V. This is clearly the uh, phonetic spelling. Okay. You've, we too, meaning pine forest or pine tree. Oh, okay. So that makes sense if it's so high. You've, we too, yeah. kind of, uh, yeah. So we Americanized it, I guess. Sure. I so. Because that's probably what it sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah, it's so uh, good. It's one of my favorite places to be in the world. And the Uinta Mountains are, like I've said, the east-west uh, trending chain of mountains in the northeast part of Utah, extending slightly into southern Wyoming uh, as a sub-range of the Rocky Mountains. They're u- they're, they are unusual for being the highest range of contiguous United States running east-west, lying approximately 100 miles east of Salt Lake City. Yeah, usually, I guess of Appalachian and Rockies, mm-hmm. you think of that. Yeah, that's kind true. Kind of up, down, huh. these go left, right. I don't even know of another range that does that I off the top of my head. don't think I know another Did you ever go either. to them in Wyoming? Nope. Way out there? Nope. I think it's more on the western side of the state. Yeah. yeah, I've only, I mean, the furthest west I've been in Wyoming is like, I don't know, Rock Springs, maybe. Oh, okay. And that's still the east side of Wyoming. And quite <laughs> honestly, if you just... You just go a little way south. You're in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. I mean, it's right there. So, huh. yeah. Uh, the Uintas are home to Camp Steiner, the highest Boy Scout camp in the United States at 10,400 feet. Dang, that's pretty good. That's pretty sweet. 10,400, yeah. yeah. And you go look up pictures. It looks pretty cool. If I were a Boy Scout, that's where you'd want to go I'd do your thing. Go stay huh? there, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the what you would think of cabins and yeah. lakes and stuff like that. I bet, I bet they've had quite a few roundups. I always wondered what it would be like to be a Boy Scout in a state that had cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because like in Nebraska, like where are you gonna you gonna go hang out by a river? You learn how to make yeah. fire. A river. Uh, You're not going on no mountain lake. hikes. Mm-hmm. You're no. not doing any of that sort. You might get to no. a sand pit. No. You make some derby cars. You definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you can do that anywhere, but oh, yeah. Yeah. you don't get to go hike on a mountain. No. But on the flip side, you also don't get lost. I hear sure. that sometimes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you never hear about like troops having to be rescued in Nebraska. In Nebraska. Not too no. much, no. Unfortunately, no. Yeah, but that was my Uinta Mountains okay. uh, research. I, I just think it's, I want to find where they link up to the Rocky Mountains and then make, yeah. you know, go, go north. And they make a left turn and go across there and west. be there. It'd be kind of fun. Have you ever been to Salt Lake? I have not. Have you? I have been in the airport. Oh, mm. I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> See, that I've doesn't been there. count. Yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> I've been to Phoenix, Arizona. In the airport. airport. Well, I've never been yeah. to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I have been doesn't count. to the Salt Lake, the Great Salt Lake. Have it's you? It's pretty crazy weird. It's like a 
different planet. Just flat as far as you can see. Hmm. Dry, but it's all super salty. So there's this white, like crystallized growths everywhere. Almost mm. looks like coral. It's it's weird, bizarre. Yeah, very strange. Well, a couple of weeks ago we talked about the salt flats, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right outside of there. So I I would love to see that. It's worth it once, and then then you're pretty much good. Yeah, yeah. Just to say you saw it. <laughs> All right. Well, the next one I have for us is Dogfish Head. Mm -hmm. And the research I did with this, we're going to get into the spooky part, the Halloween-ish of this episode, right? Uh, When I was a kid, we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. I was raised uh, by my mom, and she was fairly protective of the content we consumed. Okay. And... uh, you know, had they had an iPad or an iPhone back then, I would not have had one. Um, we mm-hmm. were raised on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. So about the scariest movie I ever saw was called Mr. Boogity. Um, <laughs> nice. So I haven't seen this movie that I did research on, but I'm going to guess you have. You probably haven't. Okay. Uh, it's called Pumpkinhead. Oh, I love Pumpkinhead. It was such bad. Wait a minute. Oh. I Okay, so you said Pumpkinhead, and yeah. an image came to me, Okay, but I have to double-check if it's All right, the right one. you do that. Okay. I remember the I'll get the previews, beer ready. because the preview had like just the really poor um, animation, like tree animation of like a tree like grabbing a person. Like, I, absolutely. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, not to be confused with Leprechaun. No. No. We talked uh, about that. Yes. Uh, Stan Winston. Know that name? Absolutely. Well, this was his directorial debut, this oh. pumpkin head. He had been making creatures and monsters for years and years, and he finally got his chance to make a monster movie. Arguably the like father of, that is not pumpkin That's head. not pumpkin head? That is not pumpkin So head. this is what came no. to my That's head. That's uh, Return of Oz right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Return yeah. of Oz with Farisia Balk. Okay. Yeah. Every 90s kid's crush. Yeah, like goth girls. Stan Winston is like every monster movie, like modern or monster movie you've well, seen. Well, guess what? I got a list Sweet. of the stuff he's made. Yes. Not always monster stuff, but okay. it usually pretty close. Okay. Okay, can I just say the bottle is so cool. The art on there is so cool. And that's why I thought of it cuz when I saw the pumpkin guy, I was like, "Oh, pumpkin head. We're going to do that." This is cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, my favorite part are, are the x-ray glasses that the pumpkin head guy is wearing. Which you could get out of the comic book back Absolutely. in the day. It's not sure a... why there's a jaw just hanging out over here, but it is. Yeah, it's fun. You know, whatever. Yeah, who cares? You can also see his insides. It's kind of like Slim Goodbody. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 Wearing that... the bodysuit. Uh-huh. With the big old fro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't thought it, about him in a while. It, it's it's kind of cool because, you know, he's got the x-ray glasses on, but, like, you look at his shirt, you can you see can right see through, through his shirt. It. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we have the x-ray glasses. Yeah. There's Dang. almost like a, and this is super nerdy, like, pre-comic code horror comic look to, like, his hands. Yeah. And the body oh, yeah. kind of, yeah, there's... There's a whole group of comic book collectors out there that collect horror comics from like the 50s. That, that That's a very similar look to it. Huh. Yeah. This beer is different than the last one we had because this is technically a brown ale. 
with pumpkin spices. It mm. says it right on the on the label. Yeah. Right. So it's not still not s- like we had before. Seven percent still. It is seven percent. Uh, and they also have an embossed bottle, so they have a little raised up mm-hmm. uh, logo, which is on your shoe, by the way. Oh, we'll get into that. All right, we'll get into that. Let's talk about Stan. Normally, we're talking about Stan. We're talking about Stan Lee. Stan Winston uh-huh. still Stan had a, Winston. Like he put his stamp. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Some of the things he created or movies he was in uh, involved with. Mm-hmm. The Thing. Yeah. Original Terminator. Yes. Ghoulies. Oh, I loved Ghoulies. Aliens. Mm-hmm. He won an Oscar for that. He, he took the H.R. Geiger kind of uh, mm-hmm. drawings yeah. and made them real. Yes. yes. Which yes. was hard to do. Absolutely. Uh, Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> which is a movie I've never seen. And I want to show my kid it, but I asked my friends, and they're like, he's probably too young. It's a bit young. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's on not even six. Mm, yeah. uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. He won an Oscar for that one. I mean, he created the uh, the T-2000. The T- yeah, whatever it was, the melting cop. Correct. The uh, Patrick guy, whatever mm-hmm. his name was. Jason Patrick? That's not right. That's not right. Not the guy from Filter, but his no. brother. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park. Yep. Won Oscar. Mm-hmm. Lake Placid. Okay, speaking of <laughs> Jurassic Park, if you haven't watched the film, the movies that made mm-hmm. us right now on... So the battle between Stan Winston and the uh, like uh, computer graphics guys yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. Please continue. Um, Lake Placid? Mm-hmm. With the big shark. No. Wasn't a shark? I the plata the platypus. <laughs> the, it's not a platypus. The Loch Ness. It was an alligator. Oh, that's alligator. Right. That's right. And Betty White was in it. Y'all from mm. the Golden Girls. Yep. So that's why I know that one. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger um feature End of Days. Remember that around ninety nine? Yeah, I remember. Not a great name, movie. Yeah. AI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With uh Haley Joel Osment mm-hmm. and the British dude. Why can't I think of his name? Not Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, not no, him. I don't know. No. He's mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dolan, drop it in right here. <laughs> oh, I can't think of his name. Jude Law. It's Jude Law. Everybody, Jude Law. Sure. Constantine. Keanu Reeves movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, some movie called Iron Man. Mm. Yeah, he had something to do with that. Never heard of it. And then this other one, uh, Avatar, Avatar, mm. Avatar, ah, uh, Avatar. He was he was involved with Avatar. Two so is supposed to be coming out soon, right? No one allegedly. Cares. It's been twenty years. Uh, Nobody what? cares. Twenty years, hasn't it? I don't when know. When was Avatar? I mean. Let's see. Ask the machine. I'm going to ask the Google. It had to be it, 10 years, not 20. It's got to be like what if 2011, it's 20 years, dude? What 2012. What if it's 20? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That'll be crazy. Yeah. Because I, I remember being a child uh, in the movie theater. No. I, so. 2009. Nine. Okay. So 10 years. 12 years. 13 years. 13 years. out. That's again, a long time. no one cares. I then do. again, then again, <laughs> we'll go watch Terminator movies again and again and sure. again and again. <sighs> okay, so, I care. Okay, okay. That's, I'm just going to leave it there. I care. All right, there we go. Okay. There we go. 
Has anybody tried this yet? I love it. No. I actually What's think different? It's, I'm going to go for it right it's, now. It's less um, spice, pumpkin spice Okay. Uh, maybe maybe a little more brown ale comes mm. through, kind of shines through. Yeah. I do like it a lot. Yeah, it's more pumpkin at the end versus the mm-hmm. other one was pumpkin all the way through. Which is like pumpkin punch. Bam. Yeah. You do get a lot of nutmeg or yeah, cinnamon. Definitely, which I like. Mm-hmm. I think more nutmeg than anything. Mm, nutmeg. Um, in Pumpkinhead, the star of the movie, and the guy that plays Pumpkinhead, mm-hmm. Lance Henriksen. Yes. Famous actor. Mm-hmm. He's in a yeah, lot of stuff. he's been in a lot of stuff. So I, d- I wrote uh, a list of things he's been in. Okay. And uh, you can tell me whatever you've seen about it or whatever. But um, Dog Day Afternoon. Oh. Al Pacino movie, The right? first one, right? Yes. And there was some, some bit of controversy around that, because that was like... 76? Yeah, 76 around there, 75. And weren't they a gay couple? I think so. And that was like like super huge controversy yeah. just around that. Like who cares? That was it was so kind of just understated, but then they were, yeah. right? It wasn't part of the it wasn't like the plot driving part no. of the movie, it just right. happened to be in there. But that's when people grabbed onto like they're stupid. This this is movie's fantastic and that's what you're grabbing onto? This movie called Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah. No. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's <laughs> you could, exactly you could right. You drop that right in there. Dude, that was good. That was pretty close. Uh, Aliens, which we talked about. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he worked with this guy before. Um, the Right Stuff, mm. space movie, right? Yep. About uh, the first astronauts or whatever. I, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Better. Terminator. He was in the well, original Terminator. Yes. Uh, this show, not X-Files, but the other one from Chris Carter called Millennium. You remember that? I do remember that. Mm-hmm. He was in that. He played, this is more for Dolan. Uh, Kerchek, Tarzan's gorilla dad in Tarzan animated wow. movie from Disney. And then he did some voiceover. He's kind of a voiceover guy for movies and video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Lockdown on Transformers. Oh. So any version of that? Okay. Call of Duty, Alien versus Predator. There's a game of that. Weird. Okay. Does that. I didn't know that. Uh, and then he actually has a comic book with Dark Horse. Oh. It's called To Hell You Ride. To, like to hell, you hell ride. you ride. To hell you ride. Yeah, so kind of like that. I, I'm embarrassed. I don't know that. I, I don't know either. Um, mm. But here's like the plot of the movie. This mm-hmm. is as good. This is just like a sentence. I'm just going to tell you okay. this is what it's about. A guy's son gets killed. So Lance Henriksen's son. Mm-hmm. And he wants to bring him back. Okay. So he go meets this witch. Mm. And she's like, all right, I can do it, but it's going to cost you something. Mm. Uh, and then the son becomes a monster, Pumpkinhead. Well, and uh, one other famous person in the movie, mm-hmm. now a host of Jeopardy. Oh, Mayim Bialik. Really? She played uh, someone called Christine Wallace. Like Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like uh, Blossom. Oh. She was in this movie as wow. a kid. They made three sequels. That's to Pumpkinhead. That's unfortunate. Um. There is a reboot, allegedly in the works, no, no. with the Saw producer. Oh, boy. So like a Blumhouse mm-hmm. type deal. Guess what else? There's a comic book about Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, Also yeah. Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Pumpkinhead, Rites of Exorcism. Mm-hmm. Then there was a video game. It sold nothing. Yeah. It was in 95. It was called Blood Wings, Pumpkinhead's Revenge. Oh. And they also made a model kit so you could build your own Pumpkinhead guy. 
What console would that have been? That game. If Phil was here, he would know. Yeah, he would know. Hmm. PlayStation. Ninety-five. Yeah, that probably would have been PlayStation. Around there, the first gen of that. Yeah. Or Xbox. PlayStation. Oh boy. No. Ninety-five. No. Yeah, that'd have been no. pre-PlayStation. Yeah, Super PlayStation. Nintendo. It would have been uh, maybe Sega. Sega Genesis. Like Dreamcast, maybe. Oh, I had a Dreamcast. That was great. It would have been after Genesis and before PlayStation. Yeah, because PlayStation was like 2001, 2002. Watch, it's like Atari Jaguar or something. Yeah, something (laughs) crazy. I'm going to call Phil after this and find out. Yeah, he might know. He might know about Blood Wings, Pumpkin's Revenge. He'd be like, oh, man. If you could find that still in the box, it'd be worth like $120. Uh, <laughs> like, who? Why? No, nobody has Nobody that. wants that. Yeah, so that's a research on a movie I've never seen. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Yep. I want to take you on a complete left turn. All right, let's do it. All right, I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about Dogfish Head. Yeah, the brewery itself. Have we ever we... done Dogfish Head? See, did we do the Goza? We've never no, done Sequench. We've, we've never no. done Dogfish Head at all. No, uh, oh. which is surprising because the Sequench ales everywhere. Yeah, it, it is the number one yeah. selling sour beer in the United States right now. Is this a Delaware beer? It is yeah. in Delaware. It is our first. It is our first oh. Delaware beer. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Founded in 1995 by Sam Calagone. Yeah. C-A-L-A-G-I-O-N-E. Sam. Yeah. We're just going to call him Sam. Sam. Sounds Italian. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the brewery name comes from Dogfish Head, Maine, where he spent his summers as a kid. There's actually a Dogfish oh, okay. Head, I didn't know that. Maine. Huh. And I looked it up. It looks like a little, just a little main town, a little quaint town. The town is called Dogfish Head? Dogfish Head. Dogfish mm. You didn't go head. there, did you? No. Never okay. been there. No. Uh, 1995, they were producing 10 gallons of beer per day. So That's not very much. Not That's very like much. what a home brewer can yeah, do. but 95, right? I mean, yeah. it's early on. By 2018, they were producing 15,000 gallons. Okay. 15,000 gallons per day. So they cranked it up a little bit. Just a little bit, yep. They were the first brew pub in Delaware. Yeah. The very first one. Now, Delaware is not very big. No, to be I can't fair. imagine there's hardly any still. No. no. Uh, they've been canning their beer for 25 years. So huh. they've been around for a minute. It's Nin- weird, yeah, because like sequence you can get in the tall can, yep, in the 12-ounce can. Mm. I've never seen a bottle. But this one was in the bottle. This is in the bottle. But yeah, they have canned quite a few of their beers. May of 2019, they were purchased by Boston Beer Company. Well, they they merged. Okay. Oh, that's right. So they still exist. They're still, they were in, I guess they were friendly for years. Yeah. So as much as they, they appreciated each other, right? Okay. East Coast Brewers. Sure. Both very large, been around for a long time. Yeah. They Influential were, for sure. Yeah. They were friendlies. Okay. And uh, so Boston Beer Company purchased them in uh, 2019, but the deal was like they get a, they kept everything. They kept their logo. They kept their name. They kept their brand. They kept the everything. So what's the benefit? Uh, well, I mean, it's money, distribution. Yeah. They didn't necessarily have the distribution before the Boston Beer Company had. Yeah, I suppose. So now distribution is much better for them. Okay. So, yeah. And I think part of it, too, was the fact that they had very established brands, even though they're a little maybe more... Uh, so they're... they're 
uh, logo, their 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 uh, slogan mm-hmm. is "Off Centered Ales for Off Centered People." Yeah, right. So they were kind of maybe the, the the I wouldn't say opposite, but they were the they were different from Boston Beer Company. Oh sure, yeah, lager stouts, you know, whatever. I mean, they have hibiscus beers and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they complemented each other really, really well. Yeah. It's not like true. Sam Adams bought themselves, right? You see breweries sometimes buy other breweries where maybe you're like, I don't understand that because you have a lager, you have a stout, you sure, have a, yeah. you know, or what they bought themselves. Yeah. This merger kind of complemented the each one of them separately. It's more, it's yeah, it's. I always feel like Sam Adams is kind of more of a mainstream, mm-hmm. right? And these guys are probably not that, so that makes sense, I guess. Right. So in uh, just nineteen, so uh, twenty nineteen, so two years ago. Yeah, two, three years. Oh my gosh, three years ago, right? Well, getting close. Well, getting close. Uh, they were the very first brewery to do a collaboration. With a shoe company, is there more than one I, collaboration? There, there with is. Shoe companies? Uh, there, another one just happened, and oh, uh, my cousin, my wife's cousin, sent it to me. Uh, there's a there's a uh, walking shoe. Gosh darn it! And I, I'll look it up later. Uh, that did a collab with another brewery as well, a Michigan brewery, and I can't remember which it's one. Not it founders. Is. It is not founders. Well, Bells? maybe I'll look it up. Okay. It was the very first brewery shoe company collaboration so with merrill merrill is a hiking shoe okay okay and that's that was the shoe you referred to yes that's what you got on earlier today right the the sweet the those are legit i i love these shoes my wife bought these for me two years ago for christmas where did she find them ordered them off the website yeah yeah uh, she's like, these are the these are horrendous. They are so ugly. Yeah, they're and to be fair, they are pretty ugly. They're they so ugly. They're great. Green and yeah. weird. It and looks like the can. It looks exactly like the can. Yeah. And if you look at it, if you look, let me at take them, a look. It actually says on the toes. Oh yeah. Off centered trails for off centered people, which is real close to the logo they had real or their slogan. Close yeah. to their slogan. Yeah. Right. So. So do you wear those when you go hiking and stuff? I have worn these hiking more times than I can count. Nice. They are technically they're trail running shoes. Yeah, who's running? I'm only running if there's a bear chasing. Yeah, me. I mean, or the brewery's open. Right. Get to the door. Well, and we know that's the trick that my wife plays uh-huh. on me. Yeah. Okay, go hiking, and now we get to go to a brewery kind of thing. That was smart. She bought you the shoes. She's yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah. she really is. Uh, so here's what here's what they post. This is this is directly from Sam. Okay. Partnering with Merrill. Leaders in active lifestyle footwear in the life in the active lifestyle footwear category. Somebody wrote this for him, probably. Sure, sure. Yeah. To release this sweet sequenced theme shoe is a great reminder to folks everywhere that you can have a beer and drink it too. Maintaining an active lifestyle is all about balance. Go for a trail run, then reward yourself with a cold cold can of sequenced ale. Yeah. So I mean, I guess. It makes sense for that because it's replenishing the salt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's low ABV. Yep. Probably low calories. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to go outside and do your thing. And you go do your thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which happens a lot in the mountains. There's a number of breweries that I follow in Colorado where they are very active, where you they will organize as much as maybe breweries here will organize like uh, like bike rides, uh, bike or rides yeah. and things. Runs. They will go do trails. They'll That's say, pretty cool. Yeah, they'll say, okay, meet at the brewery at 8 a.m., which is yeah. way before the brewery opens. Yeah. We will carpool together to X Trail, 
We will walk this trail or run, whatever you want to do, carpool back to the brewery. And have a beer. And have beers. That's and that's fun. how you start your day. Yeah, right. That's, that's how good. you start your Saturday or whatever. I've, so. I've always been interested with this brewery because they make crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had some of the best like music beer collab stuff, mm. you know, like some of the labels mm-hmm. and stuff I collected for a long time. They did Bitches Brew, the Miles Davis beer. Oh. They had uh, one with, uh, they do a Flaming Lips beer every year. That's right. Yes. So it's been on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, as far as I know, a hotel. Like on their, you can like stay there at their, br- oh, you got it. The, okay. The Dogfish Inn. <laughs> okay. A, Look at that setup. S- all right. A 16-room like in where you can go stay. Can you imagine having a bachelor party at that place? That'd be I just want to. I just want to go stay there. I just want to too. Right. Tell me about it. In Lewis, Delaware. L L E W E S. Lewis. Yeah. Delaware. Uh, beer slash brewery themed hotel situated along the Lewis Rehoboth. R E H O B O T H Rehoboth. Sure. Maybe. I don't it know. It must be a river. So, I'm so sorry, East Coasters, and we're not. We're yeah. clearly, we're, we're, we're Midwesterners. From, yeah. The Dogfish Inn acts as an off-centered base camp for beer lovers and adventure seekers alike. There is a difference. Parentheses. Holding true to Dogfish Head's fashion, you'll find an offbeat approach to style, quality, and craft through each of our 16 rooms. And if you look, each of those rooms look... I, it looks cool. Really? Just super cool. Doesn't it have like a bunch of trees? Yes. Um, yeah, I remember no. seeing that. It's, it reminds me, if you are from the Midwest, there's a there's a little bit of it that reminds me of Nebraska City, kind of the... Uh, oh, the Arbor Day Lodge exactly. or something? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of that sort of thing where it's kind of nestled in where you could go hiking and you could pick apples or, uh-huh. you know, or whatever. Like there's any number of things you could do there. And this place... Is on site at the brewery? It, yes. Well, there's a brewery. There's a tap house on site. Oh. So it sounds like they had the opportunity to purchase this place, or they yeah. built it themselves. Who sure. knows? I, I don't know. Uh, the TripAdvisor stuff is super fun on that. It's it, it's it's pretty interesting. There's only one other place that I know of, and that's in Nebraska, out west. Okay. And it's a brewery, and you can rent. It's basically like a, a bunkhouse. Like what you would see like in the old times, right? So it's just a big, long building yeah. with a bunch of beds in it. Oh. And you can rent that out and go to the brewery. It might be Pals, maybe. Oh. It's somebody out west, and mm. it books up real fast, which I assume this hotel would be booked all the time. I tried. I pretended like I was going to go out there uh-huh. and try to book a room, yeah. and it didn't look like there was anything available until the spring. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which, okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I I would like to do it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Be another one of those bucket list things, mm-hmm, right? There have to be other things to do there because if I told my wife, "Hey, we're gonna go to we're gonna fly to Delaware, Delaware, and uh, we're gonna stay at a brewery hotel, <sighs> themed hotel," she'd yeah. be like, "No, no." Well, that's a boys' trip. Mm-hmm. Reminds me, everything ties back to The Simpsons for mm-hmm. me in, in in my head. Uh, there was an episode of The Simpsons where. Uh, Homer says, I, I, I can't remember why it built up to this, but Homer says, the Simpsons are going to Delaware. And uh, Lisa goes, I want to go to the screen door factory. Oh, boy. And yeah, that's, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to do in Delaware. Probably. No, 
Remember when he worked at the box factory? When we went to tour there? <laughs> yes. We go to the cardboard box factory. Uh, my father-in-law works at a box factory. So how exciting is that? An actual box factory yeah. where they make boxes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why he has beers with me, I guess. I guess. You have to if you work there. That's <laughs> important. All right, which of the pumpkin beers did you like the best? You into the you into a pumpkin beer? It depends on what you're looking for. If you want okay. everyday drinker, I want pumpkin ale from Dogfish Head. Sure. If I'm specifically looking for a pumpkin beer, yeah, I will go with you into. Which one feels better in your hand? Well, because they're both they're different styles, bottle wise. They both have the embossed glass on the top. The you into feels better. It's just a different. I agree. It's a wider bottle. Yeah. You don't got to hold on to it as there's tightly. A, there's a uniqueness to it. Oh, Dolan's thinking from like multiple pumpkin beers. Yeah, though. he doesn't want to get his arm hurt or his wrist. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, well, you got to think about that stuff, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so I, I alluded to it. I did the un, I did the trip yes. advisor. Let's hear it. We'll do Dogfish Head in first. Okay. Okay. Because I thought you can go to Dogfish Head. They, they have a number of different locations uh, yeah. in in. Rehoboth, if I'm pronouncing this wrong. I'm guessing you are, but Rehoboth. Whatever. Rehoboth. Rehoboth. Sorry, East Coasters (laughs) again. I'm so sorry. And Milton, Delaware. They have multiple locations. Oh, Milton. Okay. Mm. Yes. Uh, TripAdvisor, 4.5 out of 5 on 164 reviews for the Dogfish Head Inn. It says, charming and fun. The nights at the fire pit are the icing on the cake at this charming retro hotel. The rooms are awesomely decorated. The staff is extremely friendly, and the location is ideal. I'm a fan of anything Dogfish Head, so this was a perfect two-night getaway for the wife and I. Now, here's the best part of it. They respond to virtually every one of their TripAdvisor reviews. Oh, really? Yes. So they responded, the DFH Innkeeper at Innkeeper at Dogfish Head. So they actually have their own persona. Nice. Which is kind of fun. Responded. Uh, and said, the fire pit is one of our favorite spots to end the day as well. We are happy you are able to find it as well as imbibe, imbibe. Imbibe, yeah, that's imbibe. drink. There we go. In some good beers and better fellowship, thanks for the great review, and thanks for supporting independent craft beer and independent hotels. Cheers. Nice. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So it makes you want to make a like a review, I guess. I mean, it's, it's always right? fun when, like, when you're on <laughs> tap and you say something the brewery cheers this year or whatever gives you the cheers gives you the it doesn't even have to be a great review doesn't matter they're just happy you're drinking their stuff i had a brewery toast my 2.75 one time really yeah and and i think to be fair i said like not my style or whatever but they gave me the toast well at least you tried it 2.75 is technically above average (laughs) that's true No one's right, but I'm right, and you're right. We're all right. Uh, There's no rules on tap. It's subjective. It's all subjective. Yeah. Yeah. You into? Okay. I feel like this is. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Okay. I'm going back. Okay. We went to to hotel, then beer, then beer. Okay. Gotcha. Going back to you into. Here's in parentheses. This is. I, I I found one of the better reviews. Okay. But in parentheses, I wrote here is what I've learned from TripAdvisor. Yeah. Okay. People have no patience. At all. Yeah, that's None. true in general, yeah. Nor do they have any understanding. If it isn't perfect or catered exactly to them, they, they get upset about pissed. It. Yeah. Right. They get mad. 
it's sad that people think it's okay to act like this. So that, a lot of the reviews for Uinta yeah. were not awesome. Huh. Not awesome. However, they still got a four point. They still got a five, four out of five. Well, that means it's great. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, what were the complaints? No, Let's... it was just like uh, slow service. It took too long. Uh, the the did, like. N- There's actually one that said they didn't have enough flavor to their beers. Which no, uh, oh. just get out of here. No, I don't. They've been around that long. They know what they're doing. Right. I was gonna say, was it too many flavored beers again? <laughs> <laughs> Back to beet rice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the one I clipped out. It just said fantastic. Best beer in Utah. Awesome bartender. Jesus in parentheses. I'm sure that's Jesus, but oh, or Jesus might have been like Jesus. He might have been. I don't know. His mm. name was Jesus. Or he was just Jesus. the savior of that day because he kept bringing him beers. Boom. That's what I want to believe Boom. right yeah. there. Yes. And a perfect place to post up for drinks. Really a great way to end a vacation. That's that what I want. good, yeah. That is what I want yeah. right there. So that dude hit it on the head. That was back in two, in 2019. So okay. unfortunately. So yeah. So do we have on tap scores for these beers? I, I didn't look them up because I didn't know what beers. Oh, exactly. We were yeah, doing. sure. You mean look them up real yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's look them up. Here we go. So mm-hmm. I know for a fact pumpkin ale is an I guess it's an annual release for them. Okay. Um, the logos change every year, or the label, I should say. You went to I've never had before, really. So when I found it this year, I was pretty pretty stoked. This would be the time to find it. What's your rating on it then? What, what, I what mean, would I say? Yeah, well, like ranking, not rating, ranking. Oh, I well, Uinta is the winner for me yeah, out of these same. two, mm. just because it's more pumpkin e beer. I'm gonna choose Dogfish Head. Yeah, one for the beer and two for the label. Not yeah, that, it's not more the fun. Label's cool. Yeah. yeah, not that Uinta's not bad. If you were to give me this, like, let's yeah. say we're waiting for trick-or-treaters. Sure. And you hand me this beer, I would be happy okay. as a clam. Well, if you come to the Storm Chaser neighborhood, I'll hand you one. There we go. <laughs> Trick-or-treat day. 50,000 check-ins on the Uinta beer. Mm, that's that's a few. It's a chunk. But it's not 150. No. No. Okay. What do you think here? Dolan, what do you say? Uh... Three, six, eight. That's what I was going to say. All right. I'll go three, seven, seven. Three point three nine. Ooh. Wow. What? Interesting. Low, low, low. I mean, pumpkin. Okay, okay. Let me check my notes. Maybe we Oh, have... yeah. Silver medal winner. Three point three. Mm, no. Get mm, out of here. Get out of here. Well, I was no. going to say, maybe, maybe we need to... Pumpkin beers always seem to have this... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it a stereotype, but maybe um, negative well, they're poo, connotation. Poo pooed. They're poo pooed. Mm. Yeah, there yeah. But you go. you're not rating them if you're not drinking it. Mm, I don't true. Know. Especially when you true. when you dump one on your MacBook. <laughs> but did you take it and <laughs> sip it off them? Well, you already had that one, I guess. Uh, Could have, I suppose. I was concerned about being electrocuted. You're mad. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But that. I mean, maybe that's why they're rated so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Right. It was better than that. Let's agree. Way with that. better than that. Yeah. Pumpkin ale. Yeah. From Dogfish Head. One hundred and ninety thousand check-ins. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, three, four, seven. Oh my goodness, that's the ranking you think it's going to be. Oh, he's mm. probably not far off. Uh, three point six two. Three point seven five. 
Oh, right. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's about okay. where I would put it, actually. Brian, you've checked this yeah. beer in uh, twice. Yeah, different versions. Uh, let's see. You've had October 5th of 2013. Ooh, that's an OG. You checked this in. Good Husker game. Now chilling in the hotel, reading the new Stephen King book. I was in San Francisco. Oh. I was in San Francisco. West San time. Francisco. Wow. You're right. God, look at me. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Dude, that was eight years ago. Yeah. How could I remember that? I don't know. Uh, you also checked it in October of 2013. Okay. At a 4.5. Oh. So. so I was in that. The book was um, the sequel to The Shining. Uh, Dr. Sleep. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Sleep. That's what I was reading Which was, at that time. Eh. The book was good. Eh. I never saw the movie. The movie was terrible. Don't That's watch it. Kind of don't, uh, don't, 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 don't. Go watch Pumpkinhead instead. Mm-hmm. All right. Next week, we are going to cling to Oktoberfest with every fiber we of being. That we're we going back? We're going to go right back. We're going to go for one more. I know it's November. Uh, I can't let it go. I can't I let it go. about you. And it will I make, can't quit you, Oktoberfest. I, I can't quit you. <laughs> it, it will make absolute sense once, once, you under, once you hear the name of the beer. It'll make absolute sense. But okay. I can tell you it's an Oktoberfest, and there's bonus beers, oh. including a Munich Dunkel and a Czech Lager. Well, since it's in November, yeah, that means we're probably breaking all the rules of the, uh, how do you pronounce it? The Rhein The Rhein Ryan- Heskabat. Ryan Heskabat? Yeah, screw that. Those they rules, can't touch us here. Those rules Throw don't those apply away. here. They okay. don't apply here. Okay. We're out of we here. Can, we that. can appreciate the rules. But we can break the rules if we yeah. want to. So. If we know the rules, we can break cool. them. Cool. All right, fellas. Happy Halloween. We're yes. not going anywhere for Let's a while. Let's get spooky. Trick or treat. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.